everybody, it's Mike Jeffers, Chicago Jazz Magazine, chicagojazz.com, and welcome to another Around Town. And on this episode, we are previewing a, I guess it's a new release show. I guess that's, it is a new release show. I'm so used to saying CD release, but it was CD release. New release show, Eric Jacobson's Quintet. They're going to be celebrating the release of Discover, his new release that came out this past October at the Green Mill, January 27th and 28th. And we have Eric Raid here. So Eric, congratulations on the recording. Great to have you on the show. And Thank you. listening to this recording, I've got to go back and listen a little bit more, but I mean, it is, it is cooking. It is musical. It is, I know there's some deep meanings behind it. So let's just get right into it. Yeah. Um, First of all, talk about the title, Discover, because I think that's kind of a good spot to start. Sure. Um, well, thank you, Mike, for having me, first of all. Oh, um, sure. I really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, you know, the title Discover, the tune Discover, um, It I wrote this tune um, about a year after my dad had passed, uh, about 15 years ago. And, you know, I was just going through quite a bit of, uh, you know, if you haven't lost a parent, which I don't wish upon anybody, but when it happens, it's, it's, uh, you, it, it's, I can't explain it, but you kind of feel lost a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I, you know, sat down and just started writing this tune and it, it just really reminded me of like, you know, I have to discover myself new. It's, it's a, a new beginning for me in a sense, uh, to have not a, a father, um, in my life anymore. So, that tune was written um, with that in mind. So that that's kind of how that tune started with the original mind. And uh, unfortunately, uh, uh, in last year, uh, uh, I, my mom passed away. Um, oh. So uh, it, and I wrote a tune called The Unknown, which is kind of more towards uh, the unknown uh, after losing both parents now. And uh, so that is on the record as well. Yeah, well, I, I'm sorry to hear about all that, but it, it, out of that came this incredible, great recording. Yes. And I think it's always um, it's always interesting how artists can write music to relay their emotions. And yeah. when people understand the meaning behind the recording, then when they listen to the recording, they understand what they're listening to and they really feel about what's happening. Now they can sure. get really inside the music. Yeah. Um, but you have a, a mixture of tunes on here. There's the originals, and then you also have some standards. You know, yeah. I, I call them standards, but you know, yeah. some American songbook, Dizzy Gillespie, you know, all those different tunes on there. And so, how did you kind of combine the two? Is there? I know that there's like a kind of like a theme through the whole thing. And so, how did you decide which standards, which originals? How did you put them all together on this recording? Okay, so this is where the interesting story comes by. <laughs> so, okay. uh, because. I mentioned to you earlier that I, um, you know, I don't think basically kind of my past, I, I've just never been that way. I'm not that type of person. And, you know, not that, you know, I don't appreciate it. Just, um, I don't reminisce much. I always think forward, forward motion. Um, so when I knew I was going to do this interview, I started thinking about the album and how it kind of came about. Um, and it, it really kind of threw me back for a second to realize, you know, this was not supposed to be an album. Um, Originally, my plan was I, I met Bruce back in 2018. I was in New York. Um, we hit it off. Uh, I had a couple gigs in New York to play with him. And then I and and just to uh, yeah. uh, clarify, Bruce Barth, who's playing piano on this. Correct. That's, yes. that's who Bruce is. Okay. Yes. Keep going. And I'm uh, he was playing at Mesro and we just uh, like he's the most uh, down to earth guy. 
absolutely like, you know, just felt like I had a friendship immediately uh, more than just music. And we just have throughout the past several years been able to play and just um, in, you know, to me is one of the best piano players around right now um, and a friend. So, yeah. um, but, so I flew him out uh, to Milwaukee to play several gigs. I did plan the recording session and it was just going to be three originals of mine. That's it. I was just going to, I just wanted to record them. Um, so I had set up the date. It was a Sunday um, and uh, we played with everybody on the recording four nights prior. To okay. the recording session and saturday night we were playing in milwaukee where i'm from here and uh bruce barth and jeff bradfield who's on the recording um they both you know after the gig said come here and i thought i was in trouble the way they said it and i was <laughs> yeah. like oh what did i do you know um and bruce put his arm around me and he's like eric why are we not doing an album tomorrow mm-hmm. and i just was like wow okay and he's like why don't you put together um, a couple standards of, of that you like to play. And if you have another original, uh, bring it in. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I emailed everybody like three in the morning. Here are my list of tunes I'd like to do. And Bruce said that we're going to do an album now. So, <laughs> and so that's basically, you know, uh, Colin Alma is on the recording. Um, I absolutely think it's one of those tunes that it just showcases um, Dizzy Gillespie's harmonic greatness with mm-hmm. this tune. Um, so that was one reason I picked that. I love playing I Hear a Rap City. So um and one of my favorite trumpet players is Blue Mitchell. So I picked the tune uh Sir John of Blues. And uh and that was it. And then I brought in a new uh um one way which is a original of mine. And and so I actually had seven. And so the another thing that was not planned was old folks, which is the last tune on the recording. And that was the last thing we did in the session. We just sat down and played. Yeah. So, um, but there's more <laughs> to me <laughs> on this whole moment of why this ended up being this way. Um, the recording session, by the way, at transient sound, uh, Vijay is an amazing engineer and, um, they had everything ready for us when we got there. Uh, but every take was one take and that's it. So to me, I, I just, you know, I thought, well, this is meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and sometimes that's when the best work happens, you know, right. I mean, it, it did help that you guys played together for four nights, which it's yeah. like, you know, and to Bruce's point, you just played four nights together. You might as well go in and get as much out of it as you possibly can. Right. And, and really you kind of documented that time period, that whole weekend and everything. I yes. mean, that it, it, but the, the one take thing, I, I think, you know, I mean, a lot of people can go in and they can overdub, they can do a million takes. And right. I always feel like the more take, especially with this kind of music, the more yep. takes you do, the less uh, interaction is happening that hasn't already happening. The spontaneity starts to go away and all exactly. that. You feel it. And, and, you know, just listening to the album through once, it, it sounds like I'm listening to you guys live, which is yeah. what I love about that. I mean, that's, yeah. That's one of my biggest things is when some jazz albums are overproduced. I'd rather just see a lot. I'd rather have somebody sitting somewhere with a recording device, just recording. And I can hear it live because you can hear the energy and the action. So you really captured that on this recording. Yeah. Yeah. I felt the same way when I listened to it back, which I don't like to listen to right off the bat, but I was like, Whoa, you know, 
everybody just gelled and you know i mean you, you just can't go wrong with that rhythm section no so you've got george flutus dennis carroll bruce barth and then you've got uh jeff bradfield and yourself i mean yes. right right there and and um so with the with the quintet is that something that you normally play in or do you normally just play as a quartet and then you just had Jeff on it? Or is that that like kind of like a your regular group as a quintet? Definitely. Um, I mean, obviously, at times when <clears throat> price range, you know, yeah, all that good right, stuff. Right. But but yeah, I mean, I love quintet style. Um, I just yeah, that's definitely like the group um, yeah. that I would love to have and continue to have. So for sure. So so you're you're doing a release party on uh, January 27th to 28th at the Green Mill. Of course, 4802, I know it anyways, 4802 <laughs> North Broadway, Broadway and Lawrence, all roads leave to Uptown, as Dave Gemmel always says. Eight o'clock till midnight, I'm assuming, both nights, Friday and Saturday nights. Yep. Uh, same quintet, so you're bringing in Bruce yep. from New York, so that's yep. going to be really happening because you've yes. got George, Dennis, and Bruce playing live at the mill with you and Jeff uh, two nights in a row. Yeah. And, you know, when you're going through this whole thing and obviously you're going to play down tunes from the recording, but then you, I mean, how many more tunes can you put into this? Because I mean that the repertoire for, for two nights and it's like four hours plus the breaks in there. I mean, it, you guys are going to really cover some, some material. Yeah, for sure. Um, I have a few more originals that I'm bringing in. Um, and you know, this is just the beauty of, I mean, I pretty much could call anything to be honest sure. with you, um, you know, and they'll make whatever I call amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I definitely have a, a list of some Cedar Walton tunes that I love to play some Kenny Dorham tunes. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a, a lot of fun. And I got to mention another thing that, you know, uh, like I said, I don't think about well, the past moments, but um, another moment that I realized this was meant to be was after the fact I had it mixed and mastered in New York. Uh, Dave Darlington um, did an amazing job. And once it was done, I really, honestly, I still wasn't planning on even doing the album. So um, I shopped it around and I got um, all great reviews from all the record labels, but um, Origin Records was uh, definitely the one that I wanted to pick from. And they were, um, amazing to you know say let's do this so i i i had signed the contract in the morning and i flew to new york and i was visiting and i called up bruce i said um you're playing somewhere he's like yeah i'm playing at the little branch come on down bring your horn i go down there and um he, they just got done with a set and bruce came up to me and we were talking and he said hey by the way who did you end up like going through and i said origin records he stopped me in the moment there. And if you haven't been at the little branch, you can barely see your hand in front of your face. It's <laughs> so dark. It's amazing. And it's super little. Yeah. Um, and, he, and he brought me back like a couple aisles back and he brought me to this table of four guys. And it was John Bishop, who is the owner sure. of Origin Records, just <laughs> so happens to be there that night that I flew in. <laughs> so it was meant to be, to oh, be with Origin Records as well. So Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. So, all right. So Eric Jacobson, trumpet.com. We want to send everybody over there. Now you're up in Milwaukee. So talk a little bit about that. You're, you're in Milwaukee. 
I know you come down to Chicago for gigs and are you teaching up there? Is that why you just stayed up in Milwaukee or? You know, my, my wife is an art teacher and she uh, teaches here in Milwaukee and um, yeah, I love Milwaukee. I mean, uh, it's um, I'm so fortunate with some amazing uh great players here and history of um, players like Brian Lynch is a good friend of mine. That's how I kind of got started with him being my mentor. Okay. Um, he's from Milwaukee and Gerald Cannon on base uh, from here, Rick Germanson, uh, you know, just some great Dan Nimmer, all these great players coming out of Milwaukee. So um, the history goes back. So I, I, I think it's just, you know, swinging here than anywhere else is too. So uh, I tend to stay here as my my hub, but I I travel quite a bit. So so let's talk a little bit more about this recording. Discover it is uh, Eric Jacobson, EricJacobson.com, EricJacobsonTrumpet.com. Yep. So coming up this year, are you going to be touring with this group? I mean, is there plans to get out on the road a little bit because it seems for like sure kind of, a, kind of a incredible group to yeah do stuff and, with. and you know and that's the the hard part obviously you, you know you record something and then you're like okay how do we get everybody together so i'm so fortunate that everybody's gonna be there for uh the green mill on the 27th yeah. and 28th um i have had a couple uh release parties here in milwaukee where bruce came in uh george was on it and dennis um i'm doing something in madison here in wisconsin with um uh the rhythm section as well um and then I'm heading to New York to play five nights with Bruce. And um, unfortunately, no one else could make it. So, you know, <laughs> it's just that's just how it goes. But yeah, I, I'm and then I'm heading to the West Coast to play in um, uh, Seattle and Portland. And so I'm kind of continuing the push on it now. Yeah. Um, super surprised and excited that it, it's, you know, it's the top 100 right now in the jazz charts. It's I think at 70 and moving. So. Yeah, it's well, just... that's you know, it's and it's so interesting these days because, well, these days because of the pandemic, because of everything, it's almost like things are just starting to reopen up and then trying to plan and plot. When you released your recording back in October, yep, um, you're ramping into the holiday, so it almost seems like 2023 is going to be the year to really push this thing out and get people right. here. Yeah, yeah, Jeff Bradfield mentioned, you know, because we were talking about how exactly what you're talking about, the scheduling of things. And luckily I kind of got on the phone right off the bat and scheduled things for 2023 to continue that moment. And not, you don't always get to do that. So no. um, hopefully it gets to, you know, get another second win on it. Oh yeah. Well, exciting. you know, I mean, second win, I always, I always tell, you know, musicians when they call me and they're asking about promotions and stuff like that, I'm like, well, you know, how many back in the day, you know, how many, how many copies have you sold? You know, I don't know, 10. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, last time I checked, there's 3 million people in Chicago. So I don't think right. we need to record another one. Let's get, you know, get it out there and push it. Exactly. And that's exactly what you're doing. And I don't think there's any other way to do it, regardless of the, the world we live in now with the internet, than to go and play places and make mm -hmm. that interconnection there personally exactly. connect with people it just it changes the whole ball game i think so too um you know i didn't um get a publicist um just you know the, the yeah the right right pricey and all that good stuff and you know again it wasn't in my plans um right. but i mean i've always felt the same way it's like you know if i can make um a difference playing and and bring you know, that's my publicist right there mm -hmm. you know and just being out there as much as possible so I'm going to continue, you know, just doing it and moving forward. <laughs> well, that 
That's awesome. I, I am happy for you. It's an incredible recording. Of course, it's called Discover. It's got, of course, Eric, Eric Jacobson and then Jeff Bradfield, Bruce Barth, Dennis Carroll, George Flutus. They're going to be at the Green Mill January 27th and 28th, 4802 North Broadway, Broadway and Lawrence right there, greenmilljazz.com. Eric, congratulations. Thanks for jumping on today on Around Thank you. Town. I'm glad we can make this happen. And uh, maybe I'll try. I'm going to try to get out there maybe on, a, on that Friday night. I'm going to try to hit the first set or something because it's yeah. going to sound incredible in there. Yeah, I can't wait. Thank yeah. you so much for having yeah. me. Absolutely. And of course, thanks to everybody for watching. I really appreciate it. All things are on chicagojazz.com. And until next time, hopefully I will see you all somewhere out on the scene.